what I did was, because people keep asking me, okay. you know, where's your favorite El Pastor? Yeah, where's your yeah, favorite yeah, asada? Yeah. Where's your favorite this? Okay. So I decided to create a show. Okay. And it's on YouTube. It's called The 10 Best Tacos in Southern California. Welcome to the Grubthusiast Grubcast, where we're on a mission to find the best places to eat, drink, and have a good time. And occasionally, we get to sit down with some of the amazing food artists that make that possible. Thank you for listening as usual. If you like what you hear, don't forget to like and subscribe. It really helps out the show. Our guest today is none other than Mr. Jorge Renaga, a.k.a. Mr. Mexi Papa, from the very popular Mexi Papa Adventures, found on Instagram and YouTube. Well, thank you for coming on the show today, Mexi Papa. Uh, do you, can I call you George or do you go by Jorge? Jorge. Jorge, Jorge. Reinaga. Okay. That's yeah. my phone. Are you from where what are you from Mexico or are you from here? Well, born in Jalisco. Okay. And then I came here when I was about eleven and to Whittier. So this is why I chose Whittier to do this uh podcast. <laughs> well I think you made a great choice because they've been open about two weeks now, right? Yes, yes. And uh I went to how I ended up, I ended up going to the other location accidentally. When I uh, got your posting I saw the nine zero zero eight Artesia and I went there and we I, I went outside and I was like, where's the patio? I think they must take it in at night. So this place is, uh, I talked to Nora. The, I guess she's the owner. Yes. Uh, she's a very nice lady. And she was uh, telling us about how they've been up in two weeks and they're going to, they want to get people in this patio. Yes. So that's, that's going to be exciting. Uh, so look, my questions are this. Uh, I'm, I'm new to this thing. I've been doing it for about five years now. I love to talk clearly. Um, and I, I love food. So that's what I love to do. And that's why I'm doing this, this Grub Enthusiast. Uh, I see your growth. I started uh, following you maybe a year, maybe two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I saw your, it seems like you've just blown up. Uh, obviously, it's a lot of travel. It's obviously going to a lot of places. You've been all over the country. Uh, how, tell me, what is your, how did your passion for, obviously, Mexican food is, is so delicious. But how did your passion, how did you start this? Why did you begin to do this? Well, a few things. Um, I think it's passion. Passion is one important thing you gotta have to be able to grow. And then uh, the other aspect, I think it's hard work. You gotta put in the work. Yeah. Those two things. Yeah. So when I started doing this, we're talking about maybe seven, eight years ago. Yeah. There wasn't really anybody else doing it. I mean, you had food bloggers, but most of them were just taking pictures or little boomerangs. Yeah. There was nobody out there actually talking, eating, interviewing, uh, and so forth. So I said, okay, that's what I want to do. But the biggest challenge when I started was, people are going to like me? Are people going to accept me? Okay. So I said, you know what? I'm just going to go and be me. I'm going to talk like me. I'm going to eat like me. And let's see how it goes. It's and done. people love it. It's done well. Yeah, it's done well. When I started this, uh, I, I used to love the Joe Rogan podcast. Still yes. do. And uh, I kind of mirrored my show after his show. Simple. Nothing, nothing complicated. No uh, agenda. Just two people talking. And uh, I, I didn't have a hard time finding people who love food, as I do. Uh, I clearly love food. I, my body indicates that it loves food. Um, so when I saw your, your postings and how, much, and how much fun you were having... That is what attracted me to it because you seem like obviously the food's incredible. You're going to all meeting all these these great people in these great places and, and it kind of helping them expose their business. And 
obviously they've uh, they've obviously benefited from you g- going and being at their places. Uh, uh, that looks like it's a ton of fun. Lots of fun. And uh, I'm having a blast doing this. And and, and when I started doing it, I, I as I was telling you earlier, I'm actually going to get some video equipment. Okay. Um, I'm going to have some cameras. I'm going to do like a, a Joe Rogan style podcast. My fear was I think I have a face for radio. You know what I mean? <laughs> and and it's been confirmed a few times. So I I've, I had that reluctance to want to, to do the show, to do it in a camera. But everybody kept saying, I have a friend of mine, his name is Eden Oceanside, Kareem Pinkston. Uh, this guy uh, says, you got to put your face on camera. You, yeah, people got to see you eat. And I was like, really? They need to see me eat? Uh, I don't think so. But I'm, I'm getting the idea. I'm getting the idea that it doesn't really matter. I mean, that you're going to find your fans in it or not. And it's clearly you have found your fans. You have found your following. Um, I would love to have that, that uh, the, um, the brazen guts to be able to say what you said and say, I'm just going to be me. I, I, I am, you know, I'm, a, I'm, I'm not a conformist. I don't conform in any way. I, I like to do my own thing. I've, I've always looked for a, uh, an art form that I could, uh, that I could express myself. And I, this is my way of expressing myself. This is my art, if, there's, if I do an art. And clearly what you do is an art. Because um, it's, it's it, to see how you uh, handle yourself on those videos and how you're, the way that you're producing them, I, I could only wish to do something as good as that. So um, when, did, when did you start really ramping up your, uh, obviously you go to different places, but when did you start ramping up the, the production value, I mean, to put quote unquote, when did that start coming? I think it started happening when I started seeing how people were liking the videos and the demand. So like, for instance, I'll sit there at home and be like, oh wow, they want me to go to New York? They want me to go to Washington? They want me to go to Texas? Yeah. So now I'm I'm thinking, okay, I gotta bring it. I gotta now bring it with better production and so forth. So that's when I started trying to get better. But let me take you back a little little back. So growing up, I didn't feel like I had really had a talent. All my brothers and sisters were like very extremely talented, um, you know, engineers, great graphics, yeah. computers, yeah. and then it was me. So I started seeing people, and, it, and this is my family. Yeah. Like mom, like my mom and dad was sitting in front of me, and just staring at me when I was eating, just staring at me. Okay. And I'd be like, "What you, what you looking at?" <laughs> They're like, "We love how you eat." Really? And then I'll be somewhere eating something, and then somebody walk in and be like, man, I want what he's having. Just look at him, how he eats. Look, look at the passion. And I'm like, okay. So I heard, you eat too much and you talk too much. So I said, hmm, mm. it's my calling. <laughs> so then I knew I kind of had a little something that people were attracting. It was yeah. just me eating. Okay. So I said, if I can attach that with a personality, yeah. huh, maybe I got something here. Yeah. But as I started growing, like I said, I started seeing the demands, so I gotta get better as far as production. Okay. But I never stop being me. Yeah. You know, so I think that's key. Yeah. You know, for you to grow, is you know, stop trying to be somebody else. Try to be you. Okay. You know, so. It's good. It's great advice. Yeah. So like like for instance, sometimes I'll be eating somewhere, just having lunch, and I, people will walk up and be like, "So you do really like that?" Yeah, you know that's that's I'm, I enjoy food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do too. I do. People people say the similar thing about me when I talk about food. Mm-hmm. When I'm when I'm eating something that's really delicious, something uh, like perfectly cooked. 
you know, like perfectly seasoned, perfectly crisp where it's supposed to be, uh, you know, spicy, uh, juicy, uh, tender, right? I use all those words. People go, you really like food. I do. I do really love food. <laughs> I'll tell you what. First time you come on camera, eating a taco or something, yeah. I'll be there with you. Okay. That sounds good. That sounds good. Maybe we should do it tonight. Yeah, why not? So, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I've, I really like the idea of being who you are because that's that's all I really can be. I, I'm, a, I'm a stubborn person who likes to kind of uh, find my way, mm. you know. I love puzzles. So uh, puzzles and, and, and troubleshooting and things. This is I used to be an IT guy. So this, this is very up my alley. Um, so wh- where, how did you come up with the idea of, I mean, obviously, you, you travel all these different places. Is, is, it, is it primarily Mexican food? Is it, is it any kind of food? Or how, how does it? Well, primarily it's Mexican food. Okay. Because that's, that's probably my biggest base. Okay. But then again, I have followers from, you could say, all over the world. So I do get a lot of invitations sometimes for Peruvian, Argentinian, uh, sushi, uh, Indian food, and so forth. I mean, you go look at my channels, I got a lot of that. Yeah. But I'm known for Mexican food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but... What's your... uh, If you had a favorite cuisine, would it be Mexican or would it be... You know, there's... I could probably throw three cuisines out there that are probably my my personal favorite. Uh, One, Thai food. Thai food. My wife, her favorite. Thai food is so good. Okay. It's just so aromatic, a lot of spices, a lot going on in yeah. each bite. And Fresh. The, yeah. And then the other one is Peruvian food. Okay. People that haven't had Peruvian food, they're missing out so much. Yeah. Peruvian food has a lot of flair, a lot of flair, a lot of seafood and yeah. so forth. Yeah. And of course, Mexican. But my top three cuisines, yeah. there it is, Thai, Peruvian, and Mexican. Okay, and they, they're then similar in spice, freshness. Uh, the only thing I think the Thai would have a little fish sauce in it. Yes, so that kind of changes things quite a bit. Um, I, and look, I'm, I was kind of unfamiliar with Whittier. Okay, okay. my um, my wife's cousin lives in Whittier now, and when I came into town, I, I was really impressed. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, I, when the the vibe of the town feels like, especially where we are right now, is there a name for this particular area here? Yes. What is, what is it called? Uptown Whittier. Okay, and that's that's where your cousin lives, right? Yeah, you got you, you got East Whittier, South Whittier, North Whittier, and then Apta Whittier is is, is is where we at right now. What is there like a history to this? I mean, yes. is, what's the what's the history to this area? The history here is um, I forgot the year, but is the the Quakers? The Quakers came here in Whittier. Okay. So the, there's, a, there's a, a, a house right up here where they were, I think, one of the first houses in Whittier. Yeah. And there's a whole story, museum, you can go in there and walk. But yeah. uh, they, they tell you that from there, they, they could see all the way to downtown L.A. Uh, I guess like the, the horses, you can see the, 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 the dust of yeah, the horses. Yeah, yeah. But the Quakers were the one that came here to Whittier. And then there's a couple of houses here that they they say that Abraham Lincoln came here and stood in one of the houses. Wow. And then the other one is, um, what's the name? Uh, Nixon, President Nixon. Yeah. He graduated from uh, Whittier High. Right, right. Yeah, he did. They have a museum out here now. Yeah, they got a museum. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got a lot of uh, a lot of movies that were recorded here. Uh, Back to the Future. Was here. It was here. Wow. Uh, I think the puppet movie. And a bunch a of ton, other movies. Yeah. yeah, I saw this beautiful building over here. That is it a hotel right here? The 
the four or five story building just two doors over okay that one right there it that's called the nixon building okay yeah okay so i mean back in the days it was uh let's see i mean it has changed businesses okay right now it's a beautiful like food court you walk right in but you got the Ni nixon plaza and then right across you got nixon steakhouse <laughs> is so it they, yeah are they part of the nixon family though i mean i'm not knows? sure of that yeah. i'm not sure of that so how long you've been here your whole life pretty much or i came to whittier straight from mexico 1981. so i did my elementary my junior high and my high school Wow. All Whittier. I, you know, I, if I lived, in, if I was grew up in a town like this, I don't. I think I would. I would love it. Uh, the old cars, mm -hmm. the uh, all the people. The every corner seems to have great food on there. Going mm. every corner, I can smell. I can smell cigars right now. It must be. A, they were saying this is a cigar store right now. It's uh, right next door, Havana House. In in Whittier, you know, it's like there. There are like you could say gangs in Whittier yeah. but the people here or the gangs or whatever they're old school yeah all they want to do is drink beer work on their cars and cruise Whittier Boulevard that's that's your Whittier uh, there's a famous rapper back in the day that came out of Whittier here Kid Frost okay you know mm -hmm. this is for La Raza he's from Whittier so like I said Whittier is very rich in history it, it is, am I imagining that it right now it's kind of going through a uh, a bit of a growth yes. spurt right now, because I'm, I'm it's it, it's Sunday in the evening, early evening, and it is really thumping outside in front. Mm -hmm. There, are, I mean, there's all kinds of people out there, uh, old cars, uh, people just sitting and relaxing. The weather's nice. Uh, young people out getting a boba or whatever they're doing. Uh, we're here at uh, give us the name. It's when it's the when when chef when chef. And the, uh, what's the when? Do you have any idea what the when yes, is? Yes. Now, when I first heard of when chef, I was yeah. like, okay, this is a Chinese so, Yeah, Chinese I, was thinking of, I was thinking similar. But then it says taqueria, though. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. And then when I met uh, the owner. Yeah. Like, uh, Nora, Nora. Yeah. He's yeah. Mexican. Yeah. From Jalisco. Yeah, yeah. So I did ask him, okay, so where's the when yeah. from? So there's a name for it. Uh, there, there's a name, uh... What's the name of uh, his name? Wenceslao. Wen Wenceslao. Yeah, Wenceslao, Wenceslao, something like that. That's, that's his name? That's his name. Uh -huh. So, you know what he pronounced it, so when. <laughs> yeah, when. Yeah. <laughs> well, this place right here, this location, I, I went to the other one. And the other one, uh, when I went, my, my wife and I are sitting in the parking lot going, are you sure they were in the right place? Uh, when we came here, this made more sense. And when you said you were in the back patio, I was like, I don't see a patio. This doesn't seem like a patio at all. Uh, but I love the energy. I, I mean, just getting out of the car, driving down the street, I was just like, this is, we, we live in uh, uh, North County, San Diego, and we're not far from Escondido. Okay. And that's uh, Grand Avenue. They do the, the Friday night cars. Uh, what was it called? It's called um, Cruising Grand. And I could see that kind of vibe going here i do like the, I, I like the energy of this place better though if i'm honest it just seems so i don't know young it feels alive it doesn't seem like when i'm when i'm over there in escondido we were on the cruising grand i was just making mention of the other night a lot of people there are a little older 
and they're a little more like when you drive past. I was driving, I have a '56 Chevy pickup, an old pickup truck, and this was when all the guys were out with their cars, their old '70s Chevelles and whatever. I was driving through there, and they were looking at me like, "What are you doing in here? Like, <laughs> what do you? Why are you here?" I, I, they were. I, it was almost like they expected me to pull over and park, but I, I just was driving through, just kind of seeing what was going on. Even here, though, when I was coming here, and I smell all the smells and all the all the action. It feels alive. Was it like this in the 80s when you were growing up here? Okay. So back in the 80s, yeah. <clears throat> this is what happened up Uptown Whittier. I don't know if you remember what happened. I think it was 87. Uh, this was a big earthquake that right, hit right here, here Uptown oh, Whittier. Yeah. So like if you walk just a few steps over here on yeah. this side, you still see the earthquake when, when it hit. You yeah. see uh, walls like this that came down. Every, almost every business in Upton Whittier was completely destroyed. Wow. Yeah. I mean, right here. Right here. So for many years, this was like a ghost town for a few years because like all the businesses, you know, their buildings were all cracked. They couldn't open. Wow. And it took a minute for them to start building every single one. Yeah. So now, you know, um, People are coming together, and now you know what we want. We love our, our Whittier. Yeah. People in Whittier are very proud of their, their Whittier, so they're very supportive. So, but now, like I said, I I walk around here and it feels good, you know, to see back all the businesses and all the people. Um, so hey, you guys want to support Whittier? I'm gonna say, and Whittier was also very famous for cruising. Yeah, I don't know. You ever heard cruising Whittier Boulevard? I haven't. Yeah. Uh, if but you go, if you go back, uh, like I said, in the '80s and even '90s, it was super, super famous, and that was the thing to do. People will come from Fresno, San Francisco, San Diego, to cruise Woody Boulevard. Wow. That was that was the big thing. Low riders. I remember as a kid, as a teenager, they would go into the corners, like corners, park their cars with hydraulics, yeah, and start playing music. And guys and girls will be just dancing. Wow. That was the thing to do. Beautiful. Did that stop with the earthquake? No, actually, that stopped with the, the, the police. Oh wow! <laughs> the police started blocking streets and just made it made it uh, difficult. So they did it. Is it still coming back? I mean, that that vibe is that kind of coming back uh, a little bit? Uh, it's how can I put it? I think right now it just got it has that fame, but I haven't really seen it. As big as it was back yeah. in the you know late '80s, early '90s. I think there's a couple guys out there who are still trying to bring it back. Yeah, yeah there's a beautiful, uh, I'd say '56 Ford pickup out I there. I saw it. That green one. Yes. It's it's immaculate. It's beautiful. Do you do you have any old cars yourself? I love them. I love old cars. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Too much traveling, probably. Too, right. Too much traveling, and uh, you know, old cars. They need a lot of maintenance as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, as a matter of fact, you have to learn how to turn a wrench in order to be able to have one because yeah. they're constantly having some sort of issue, <laughs> some electrical issue. I don't know. It's yeah. it's all day. I, I have a '56 Chevy pickup my dad gave me. Uh, he bought it in '61, okay. and I, I still have it. I'm gonna give it to one of these guys. And um, I bought my uh, I bought my favorite truck was a '58 Apache. Okay. And that was the double headlights with a fleet side bed. I still have that one. And I also have a, a Toyota Land Cruiser. Mm. Uh, so I, I love all those vehicles. That, it makes me want to come up here, up here, because I, I think hanging out, spend the night up here. Uh, what, what is the, the, the nightlife like where you can, can you go like bar hopping, like restaurants and dessert and drinks and things like Can you do that right here on the oh, street? Yeah. Upton Whittier is getting there. I'm, I, I, guess, I guess probably say it's there already. Well, you okay. can practically find everything here now. Yeah. Everything from a taqueria yeah. 
uh, from from a couple of uh, you could say uh, bars, a few yeah. bars, yeah. Um, pastries, right there in this corner is like a freaking uh, like a little food court. We yeah. can find pizza, barbecue, yeah. the whole shebang. Yeah. So it's 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 becoming good. Where like I say, you can come here and literally walk around and try a lot of a lot of good stuff. So you know, tell me more about when the, the Renaissance started from after the earthquake. Did it take a, a decade or two to start coming back, or what? How did that? When did it begin? Do you recall that? Uh, let's see. I was <clears throat> I was in high school when that happened, '87. I remember walking out out here and seeing everything completely gone. I. I mean, are we talking? Are we talking leveled like that? Like. I'm not level, just like a, a lot Broken. of w- windows cracked, uh, buildings cracked yeah. where, you know, people couldn't really use them. But I want to say, Jesus, 10, 15 years probably it took. Wow. took a minute. So that means probably, what is that, 2000, early thousands. Mm-hmm. And then you start seeing some of it come back. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think it's here now. I think it's here now. If, if you were going to, what I like to do, my favorite thing when I go out to a, a meal, we go out for a night. I love to go and maybe have a cocktail someplace. You know, and pick a nice spot, have a cocktail, and then if they have food, have a meal, and then uh, maybe go to a show of some kind, comedy or I don't know, and then uh, maybe find a coffee place. You know, have a coffee and a dessert. That that kind of vibe can be happening here, right? Yes, yes. And I oh, see lots, lots and lots of parking now. Yes, that's that's fantastic. Well, that's necessary. Where you know, there's some places like we were, um, we went to some, we go to some places and they have like four four spots, and then you wonder why there's never a, a, a tenant staying. Because they're always they can't keep business. You can only have four people in the building at one time. But uh, this this is it's it reminds me of like Escondido. It reminds me of even Pasadena. That's the kind of vibe I'm feeling. Uh, so if you had if you had a place that you are uh, that you've seen recently come up in right in this area, besides when that's obviously we're talking about that in a minute. But what what would you say is another spot? One of your favorite spots right here that's coming up that you've seen. Well, what it is with Whittier is. Yeah, you, you got a few new spots, like new, new, it's it's Wintageria, uh, yeah. and then right a couple doors down, yeah. there's another one called Madres Brunch. Okay. That's also new, and it's really good. Is it just brunch? It's just brunch. Yeah, morning But, I breakfast. mean, they, they, they bring it with, with a lot of uh, chilaquiles, a lot of oh, pancakes, and yeah. a lot of creations. Wow. Where, okay. you know, it's, it's really good. So, these two spots are, 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 are pretty good. And what's that one called? I'm sorry. That one's called Madre's Brunch. Madre's Brunch. Is it, like, only breakfast, only, only the, during the morning, or is it all day? I think they close, like, around 3 o'clock. Okay. Something like that. And then... Um, uh, Providence Bakery, which in the, is in that building that yeah. we we're talking about, yeah. Nixon Plaza. Yeah, yeah. If you go in there, you you probably have about what about 10, 15 businesses yeah. in there. Yeah. All food, but big shout out to Providence Bakery though. These guys are good. Really? Yes. Um, and like Mexican style or any kind of bakery, any kind of bread. Well, they got the croissants. Yeah. Okay. They got the the pastelito de guayaba. Yeah. Uh, they got the café de olla. Which is really good. Really? Is that what you're having right now? Yes. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we just came from All there. right. Sounds good. <laughs> but uh, I, I will shout out this, those three businesses. Okay. Okay. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about your history of when? Because we went to the other place, and obviously there's not many places to sit there. It's more of a handout place. This is a much uh, more elaborate place. I mean, this back patio here, uh, I, you can see parties here. You could have probably corporate events. Um, uh, the TVs obviously allude to the fact that you probably could have you know sports on. Um, 
I, I we saw the menu. The menu looks vast. It looks like there's a ton of different things. Do you have a favorite here? Uh, or a few things that you really really their, like? Their tacos are pretty good. I you know, I usually like for a place if yeah. if, you, if you're a taqueria, yeah. you know, I want to taste the tacos and I want to taste the salsas. Okay. But they got really good tacos okay. here. Okay. I, I really enjoy them. But practically everything's good here. Really? But okay. they're tacos. My uh, son Las Birria and he was saying he's going he's looking for that tonight. Uh, have you been to San Diego much? I mean, do you get down to San Diego? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, uh, we we struggle. Okay. Um, we came from we were from uh, L.A. Culver City. We moved to San Diego. Um, I've always contended that I had trouble finding tacos, good ones, in San Diego, and it's so close to the border. You would think that wouldn't be a problem. Um, you'd think oh they'd be everywhere. Fantastic. The one place uh, that I really love right now is a place called Frida's. Have you have you, you Frida's? Yeah. Uh, have you met Roberto, the the owner? Yeah, you, I'm sure you have, right? Roberto Ruiz. Uh, I think is that's what yes, his name is. Yeah. Yes, I know him well. <laughs> he is a great guy. Um, I'm gonna have him on the show pretty soon. Uh, if you had to say you, some of your favorites from San Diego, what would you? Where would you say are the ones? Okay, San Diego. I've been going to San Diego for many years. I probably had tried, no exaggeration, probably. Probably are over a hundred places in San Diego. Okay, so I'm wrong. I'm totally wrong. <laughs> San Diego has the best burritos okay. in the freaking country. Okay, San Diego is a burrito place. Oh, burritos. Okay. Burritos. More so than tacos. Oh yeah, definitely. Really? Ta- okay. Tacos. I, I mean, I think LA got them with tacos. Okay. Because here you can get a lot of street tacos. Okay. San Diego, you don't really have a lot of street tacos. Okay. But boy, can they make burritos. Can you name a like of one? Course. Yes. Give me, give me, give me a couple that really are killing uh, the game. Colimas, Colimas Taco Shop. Okay. Uh, that's one that is killing, killing the game. As a matter of fact, they have. Write these book. down. Write these down over there. <laughs> they literally have over fifty different kinds of burritos. Colimas, and where where are they? Okay, they are near. Oh, what's the name of that, that town? Uh, is it south, like towards downtown, or is it up north? It is... Uh, yeah, North Park. Okay. Yeah, they're okay. in North Park, San okay. There you Colima. go. We got to try them. Yeah. So there you can find guisados and burritos. Okay. They, they can, you can find a combinations of carne asada, chorizo. As a matter of fact, I even gave them, like, I think two or three burritos to out of their menu. Okay. And then the tortillas are, like, yeah. this big. Okay. And I, what I love with the tortillas is they get them, I think it's like 30% uh, made, and they finish, the, they finish right them up. Make them the crisp and hot. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. But as far as tacos, yeah. I, would, I struggle in San Diego to find good tacos. Okay, well, we're not, we're not alone. We're not alone. I kept saying it to everybody, tacos, mm. until I found Frida's, which are Frida's delicious. pretty good. But I, I was uh, reading an article, and I, I feel validated. Uh, Canelo Alvarez, he apparently has, his brother, has a taquerias in, in Mexico. Yes. And he wants to bring him to San Diego. Yes. And he was saying in the article, he says, there are no good tacos in San Diego. Yep. And, I, and I keep pointing, I keep telling everybody, look, I'm not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and, okay, so, Colimas is one. Do you have another one? Do you have any North County ones? North North County, yeah, San Diego. Uh, there's one called, uh, Jesus. And actually, Roberto owns that one as well. Okay. Um, there's about 50, 60 taquerias, and they're all linked. You talk about, uh, let's see, Panchos. Okay. 
Los Panchos. Okay. And then you got Cotijas. Okay. You know? Yeah, yeah. They have one. Uh, yeah. Encinitas. Yeah, yeah. But there's a bunch of them. Yeah. All there, they're connected. They're okay. one big family. Okay. And they're all from the same town, at, I believe, in Michoacan, I believe. So they all kind of have the same taste. Okay. So you go to one, okay. you go to the other yeah, one. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like Albertos, Robertos, yeah, Alibertos, exactly. uh, all of them. And and I and let me tell you something. The the tacos that I don't like, and they have them in San Diego, is is the, the roll tacos. Okay. Because Flauta, like flautas. They're, they're like flautas, but they call them in San Diego. They call them roll tacos. Here you call them taquitos. Well, they also call it San Diego. Yeah, so. San Diego tacos. <laughs> but I see how they make them. Yeah. You know, they ground beef with a bunch of rice. Yeah. A bunch. Okay. And little, little tiny thing, and they're like, you know what? As long as it has a crunch, green goes, love it. They love it. You know? But us, like, okay, crunch, where's the meat? Yeah. Let me taste some meat. Yeah. So San Diego is huge for the roll tacos. Okay. But when I think San Diego, I think burritos. Okay. <laughs> so uh, is there any spot that you can recommend for, like, let's say, uh, Old Town San Diego? Or Mechula okay. Vista? Okay. Oh. Old Town San Diego, let me tell you something. I haven't found a good restaurant in Old Town San Diego. Okay. Well, and, and you know what? But you walked right through it, and you're like, ah, they're making tortillas right there. Yeah. You know, they got yeah. the rotisserie chickens. Yeah. They, 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 they this is the, going to be awesome. Yeah, my goodness. And you see the old the old Mexican ladies yeah. right there yeah, you're yeah. getting down. Yeah. You're like, I'm yeah. eating right here. Yeah. You go out in there, and it's disappointing. Yeah, it, is. <laughs> it, is. it is. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think it's, I think it's sad. Uh, because when I tell people the same, what you're kind of similar to what you're saying, they look at me like, you know, this guy's crazy. This guy's crazy. I, I you know, it is. It's a fact to me. You know? <laughs> now, there, there is a couple of restaurants that I like. Yeah. Um, Karina's. Okay. Karina's for their seafood. and But Karina, you got to go to a certain one, the one on Broadway. Veronica, write this down. Karina's. Karina's on Broadway. Okay. <laughs> that one's good. And then there's another one called Hector's. Okay, Hector's. Hector's, uh, there's one in, uh, God, what's the name of that? Uh, last time I checked, he had two. Okay. Two spots. And uh, let's see, the second one, I'm trying to remember, but Hector's has really, really good mariscos. And where is this one? Where Do you recall where, what town? Okay, they got one on Broadway. Okay, in, in, like in San Diego. In San Diego, okay. yeah. Bro- because Broadway is like, you know, Goes out to like North Park. Goes out to uh, uh, what is it called? National City. Yeah. Goes out that way. Yeah, past okay. a little. If you go from here, past National City. Okay. I think you get off like on H Street. Okay. Okay. Okay, and then you know Broadway. You turn it, and they're yeah. right there. But um, they, when I go to the place, they already know what I like. I like. I, I like. They their see you oy- coming. Yeah, they like their oysters. They uh, they call. As a matter of fact, they call uh, Popeyes. Okay. Ostiones Popeyes. Okay. That's, that's are they cooked or are they raw? No, they they actually get everything out. They cook it. They throw everything back in the thing. They okay. fill it up with sauce, okay. and they're like this big. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, have you heard of a? Oh, you, you, I shouldn't even ask the question. Fortunas. Yeah, I know. Fortunas. Okay. What are you? What's your thoughts? It's Mazatlan style, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, the chicharron, the tuna chicharron. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite thing, mm-hmm. man. It's my favorite. Oh, it's favorite. Great. It's incredible. Yes. Uh, just the, the the tortillas with the with those cri- the crispy chicharron and then the big slabs of avocado and that. What do you happen to know what that that red salsa is? The the thin, liquidy salsa they put in there for the for the tacos. Ooh. I don't know what it is. I I, I don't, It's a magic sauce. Yeah, it's it's, it, it's. I've never had anything like it. It's uh, it's fishy, but it's uh, it's it's a little spicy. 
and and when you when you drizzle over the top there and all that it's <laughs> the purple onion the cilantro the uh, the soft tortillas that that the chicharron i've never heard of tuna chicharron before yes. had you heard of it before dude now they're making everything chicharron yeah. now they, they they got chicken they got fish they got tuna and of course uh, the the OG yeah, the, yeah, they're the OG. Yeah. Mm. But I I'm loving the creations. I love loving it. the I love flavors. It. Is is there a spot that you could say that um do you have a top a list of your tops of the of the your favorites? Do you can you want to share? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, cuz there's so many. I mean, you I mean, you must have thousands in there. What I did was cuz people keep asking me. Okay. You know, where's your favorite al pastor? Yeah, where's your yeah, favorite yeah, asada? Yeah. Where's your favorite this? Okay. So I decided to create a show, okay, and it's on YouTube. It's called the Ten Best Tacos in Southern California, okay, and that's just just my top five ten. Yeah. So if you guys want to see those episodes, yeah, I mean uh, I got tripas, I got tacos de pescado, I got carne asada, yeah. I got uh, tacos al vapor, I got TJ style wow. tacos, wow. and every single spot, you know, it, it, I made a show out of it. You know what? Do me a favor. Because you have like different avenues, I'm sure you're you're present in all the social medias, YouTube is of, of course. Uh, do you have, I mean, you must have a very robust website as well. No, you don't have a website. I don't have a website. Okay, um, tell tell people how they can you know see all of the stuff that you're doing. Sure. How how do that? I mean, where can they see that? Okay, so obviously Instagram, you yeah. know, you you got a minute and a half to try to uh, yeah. you know uh, explain and showcase uh, a restaurant. Yeah. But YouTube, Mexi Papa. Adventures, just like that, Mexi Papa yeah. Adventures. Yeah. If you go to that channel, you're gonna see the, the breakdowns. You're gonna see the ten best tacos, you know, that category. Yeah. And it's gonna say right there, tripas, fish, uh, yeah. adobada, yeah. or a canasta. Yeah. Just click on whatever you want, and you're gonna have a whole episode. Okay. As far as that place, where is it at? Uh, every place I bring a, I, I bring a special guest with me. Okay. And I mean it's. Beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> I want to go. That sounds fantastic. Do you have some place that's uh, that you're go- going to next? Do you have something on on deck? What's happening? What, what's uh, what's your? Well, let me let me let me let the audience in a little Absolutely. bit. Absolutely. I just came back from um, Jalisco and Zacatecas. Okay. And did a big old episode. My grandfather from Zacatecas. Oh, nice. Yeah, he was a Mamux. Is there a huh? town Mamux? I'm not sure if I heard of. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of little sure, towns. Sure. But that, I I went to one called Nochistlan. Okay. So. Went to Guadalajara, went to a couple towns, went to Zacatecas, and those episodes are already coming out on YouTube. Yeah. So now it's like, okay, let's go back. Now where are we going? So I, I got La Paz coming up in wow. Guadalajara, wow. La Paz, Cabos, and then I got Yucatan on my list in Monterrey. Are you going to be gone for one trip, or are you going to go back and no, forth? No, ba- back and forth, okay. each one, you know, go back and forth. How long do you stay typically when you go? Do you, do you have like a week or about a week? Yeah, yeah. It's time to come home eventually, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, look, being that you've had so much great food, uh, how? I mean, what do you do? You cook at home as well, or no? Don't even bother. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's there's a couple things that I that I like cooking. Um, okay. And actually, if you go to Instagram and, and you go hashtag yeah. Mexi Papa Cooks, yeah, you're gonna probably see a bunch of videos of me cooking. Okay. Uh, okay. It's either at home or at a restaurant. Okay. Where, you know, sometimes I go to places and, uh, you know, between us, I don't like it. Oh, just between you and me. Yeah, between okay. you and me. Ain't nobody here, right? Shh, nobody here. If I don't like their food, 
Yeah. Then I tell them, let me help you. Okay. So I go into the kitchen and show them how to cook a few things That's awesome. here and there. Yeah. And, you know, hey, this is how you make a salsa. This yeah. is how yeah, you yeah, make, yeah. you know, this is some ideas for right. taco. These are ideas for this, for that, so yeah. forth. And uh, so you'll be able to see that on my, okay. my page. And and so that's Mexi Papa. Okay. Mexi Papa Cooks. Ha- okay. Hashtag Mexi Papa Cooks. Okay. okay. And then you're the same on Instagram. Yes. And are you on Facebook or do you yes. even? Okay. Yeah. It's the same on Facebook. And uh, man, I just love, I love the adventures, man. I, I When I see you out there, I think there's hope for me. <laughs> <laughs> I say, man, uh, you know, because uh, this is what I, I'm, I've, I've, I used to be an IT guy long okay. ago, a long time. And then my kids came and my wife, uh, she had the better job and she and, and I was able to stay home with the kids. It's, it was great. Uh, but they're, you see them right there. 17, uh, competitive tennis player, uh, wants to go out and he does well in school and uh, he's going to be going off on his thing soon. And I want to do this full time. Uh, that's a good question. Do you do this full time or do you have something else you do besides? I can keep up with all this. Man. Yeah. 24-7, uh, weekends. I, as a matter of fact, I don't remember the, my last day off. <laughs> like that. But like, like, like today. Today was, uh, we went to this really good buffet, Mexican buffet yeah. with mariachi in the whole shebang. And then from there, we went to uh, a Brazilian. They were catering some uh, Brazilian food in L.A. And then from there, I'm here with you. And are you eating in every place? Every place. So I have to ask you, how are you maintaining your uh, your physique, man? Because I, I ate one time today. Well, I, we ate a lot. It was four four dishes. I did a show this morning at a place called the Inkwell Tavern in Burbank, and they fed us, and we had cocktails, and it was great. But I was stuffed, and when you you were nice enough to call, but I was laying there on the bed like just, oh man, I don't. What am I gonna do? And you said, and I was, and my son says, you have to go. And I said, I, uh, you know, and so they were all ready. They all wanted to go home. They, they wanted to go home about one o'clock this afternoon. And I'm like, Mexi Papa called. <laughs> he wants to come on the show today. Right. And they're like, uh, they're, they're trying to figure it out. You know, what, what are we going to do? But I, I could do this. Like I could do this every day. I love doing it. And I think it's the, the part of it is the adventure of finding uh, the new thing, the new next thing, um, like being here at the open and nearly the opening, that that means a lot to me because um, you know I'm, I may I, I'm going to be able to uh, meet uh, met Nora, be able to come here, be here when it was just beginning and see it grow. I love that's my favorite part of it. Um, what what you do for what you do is fantastic, man. Thank it, you. it really is. Appreciate you. And uh, do you are are you have like you were saying. You're going on further trips. What's your next trip? Do you have a next trip you're coming on? Uh, right now, I'm pro- uh, probably going to be going to San Antonio, Texas. The barbecue and things? The Tex-Mex or is uh, it something else? No. Yeah, I, I'm not really big on Tex-Mex. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, there's a few spots that uh, used to be here in L.A. Okay. And they moved to San Antonio. Okay. And they're killing it out there. They're food trucks. So there's right now about five food trucks that uh, invited me. Yeah. So I'm gonna probably go there like in about a week and spend about a week over there wow. in San Antonio. That's cool. Uh, you know what? Somebody told me one time that um, you haven't made it until somebody they says they don't like you. Oh. Do you have much backlash that way? It, 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 you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's. Uh, I heard it all, brother. When yeah. when I was starting, when I was picking up everything. 
I heard everything from um, uh, you're too old for that, you don't have it, uh, get a real job, and then here comes all the criticism. We we hate how you eat. We hate how you talk. La da da. But in my head, I wasn't hearing none of that. You know, so um, I was able to transform all the all the negative into positive. Like sometimes this is, sounds kind of funny. When nobody's hating on me, or nobody's really coming at me, yeah. I get a little worried because I need some fire in me. Yeah. And sometimes I look for it. I like, man, I'm, I, I gotta look for <laughs> something. Come on, people, tell me yeah. something, because yeah. it fires me up. Yeah. Uh, not that long ago, you know, um, not gonna say names, but uh, somebody a little famous out there in the food world. Okay. He literally said, "You don't have authority over food." I said, damn, okay. So let me get the positive out of this. Yeah. So I guess what he meant is you don't have the credentials to be able to criticize a taco. So let me guess, like a, a named chef, yes. like somebody famous. Somebody way up there. Okay. I'm talking Food Network level, okay. all that stuff. Like Mexicano or like? Mexicano. Okay. So I took, okay, Mexicano, okay. Mexicano yeah. usually hate another Mexicano. Yeah, okay. But then I asked myself, okay, do I have the credentials to criticize a taco? Well, let's see. I've eaten about 20, 25 to 30 states in the U.S., all over Baja, all over Jalisco, Zacatecas. Hmm, maybe I need to put a little more work. So you know what? Let's put in a little more work. So you got to get all that stuff and turn it into something positive. If I now travel to... Uh, Yucatan, if I can go to Monterrey, if I can go to uh, uh, Michoacán, all right, I think, I'm, I think I have some authority over tacos yeah. or some food. Yeah, yeah. But it's just telling me, you know, do better, a little more. That's that's what I hear. I, I don't hear the negative. Yeah. Anybody's going to be like, no, how dare you? Yeah, 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 yeah. No. What can you get out of that to turn it into something positive? And, you know, and I have told some people, hey, so and so told me this. He goes, oh, you must have been pissed. No. You know, they're just pushing me. And I like that. I love it. <laughs> I, I think I have to uh, get into that mindset. Um, and I think this show, talking to you today, was kind of that motivation. Because, um, you know, I think I did have that imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, I, you know, who am I? Who wants to who wants to hear this talking about their uh, you know their mouth? Everybody has a mouth, right? Everybody has a different background. Everybody has a different history with uh, you know French food, Italian food, whatever they they come from. Uh, they come from Italy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they've eaten a lot of Italian food. So when I you, you have an opinion about something, it's always someone's always going to say, well, hey, you know, what do you know? Yes. Well, you know, the thing about it is, um, I only know what I like, and so you're either going to agree with me sometimes, and sometimes you're not. Yeah. But, you know, like, like that uh, idea of putting my face on camera, that was, that's really tough. You know, even doing the podcast, even doing this show, uh, being able to sit here and have a conversation with someone like you who's uh, obviously doing it, killing the game, uh, I go, I, I want, I, you know, I, if, I could, if I could be a fraction of it, I'd be, I'd be more than happy. Uh, but I'm, 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 I don't see, I guess what my biggest problem is, I don't know, I don't know if you ever went through this. But it's like you get to a certain point where you don't know if you're, are you doing the right thing? Am I, am I doing this right? Is there a right way? Or is it just right for me? And I start, I'm starting to realize that 
I, I, I'm the only one that can do me, yes. you know. So uh, right or wrong, like it or don't, uh, this is what I got. <laughs> no, let me tell you, you have it in you. Okay. If you can put that on camera yeah. and some food, yeah. um, you do very well. It's, it's, it's like lately, like when I started, I mean, I, I didn't see much food bloggers at all. So I didn't really have nobody to follow. So it was just like, okay, okay let, me, let me create something. But it felt good when I started seeing all these other bloggers coming in and trying to do what I do. It was good. So there's, there's some places here where I would, I would go and um, I started with the sticker, Mexi Papa Pro sticker, boom. I was like the first one that started, uh, not, not, not one, I was the first one that started with a sticker. Do you have any stickers by chance? With yes, you? I do. I need one from my box. There you go. <laughs> I'll hook it up. So I've like, let's say six years ago, I go put a sticker in a place, there was nothing there. Now you go and there's hundreds of stickers around, around mine. That feels good. But thing is, is you want to do something, just go at it. Kobe Bryant one time says this. He goes, if you stand right in front of uh, Mountain Everest, you look at you like, there's no way in the world I can get up there. He goes, but if every day you take 15, 20 steps, next thing you know, you're in the top. But all you got to do is put one foot in front of the other. <laughs> yeah. But if you sit there and look at it in one shot, you're like, no way. You know, I started with zero, absolutely zero. And I knew what I wanted to do. I knew the path. And people come like, what do you want to do? Because you don't have it for a show. You, you don't have it for this. You, I heard it all. But all I heard, all I saw was the path. I'm going to go right at this path. And I know these opportunities are going to come my way. So that's what I did. I started going, next thing you know, uh, Despierta America called me and I was like, they said, you know what, we want to interview you. And I, I always ask, why? Yeah, we looked at all the bloggers and damn, you're the one killing it. Wow, me? Kept going. Next thing you know, they, I, I got invites from other shows, radio, TV, and you know, I, I, um, the reason why I started my, my show on YouTube, it was because Again, somebody from way on top told me, no way in the world you, you can make it on Netflix. No, you don't have it. Uh, Netflix doesn't need people like you. They already have it. So I said, okay, I'll create my own show. I'll produce my own show. Yeah. And, um, and that's what I've been doing. And it's been killing it on, on YouTube. Well, okay, so but you started the show recently? This show, actually, yes. I mean, okay. I had my YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, but, like, very seriously, I think I started it maybe about a year ago or less than a year ago. And I already got uh, 10 episodes. So that the 10 best tacos, I got a Guadalajara episode that I did over there. I got a Yagualica. I got a Zacatecas. And, you know, I'm going at it as hard as I can. Do you have, like, a team of people working for you or is it just you? You know, it's 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 me and then uh, my camera crew okay. that that, that, okay. that I have, but like all the reels and so forth. Uh, you know, I, I created them. I, I, I guess my question was just about like people holding cameras, sound, yes. this and that. Yes. Because look, so I, I was telling you about this uh, this audio video. Tell me when you you need to go. By the way, no. Um, the um, 
I was telling you about this video stuff that I'm looking at, and um, I, I, I had a guy approach me, right, a, a producer, quote unquote. Uh, he does. He tells me, he says, "I love what you do." He says, "I think you could be great and whatever." Um, he says, "If you, I could, I could come over there and I could come down to your podcast when you're doing the, doing the show, and I, I can set up the cameras, I can produce your show, I can take tear down the equipment, and I can bring you a finished final product." I was like, "Oh wow, that sounds great." So I said, "Yeah, what do you? Th- I mean, he says, let me write up on a proposal for you, okay." So he comes back a couple days later and he says, "You know what? I think we could do this. You could do. You want to do three shows a week? Four thousand dollars a week." I said, uh, "Sorry, what?" <laughs> he says, "Yeah." He says, "Well, look. He says, you know, I got to, I got to record it. I got to produce it. I got to edit it, and then you can do whatever you want with it." I said, four thousand. I said, "How much is it for one?" He goes, "Well." You figure this many hours, this many hours, that's sixteen hundred dollars for me to do all of that. Wow, <laughs> I, you know, I said I don't even know if I'm ever going to be there where I can spend four thousand. He says, "Well, you know, I just had a doctor who wanted to. He was very impatient. He says, uh, yeah, he was working for six months. He was spending ten thousand dollars a month.' I said I would be impatient too if I was spending ten thousand dollars a month on podcasts. Uh, but he says, yeah, he says he gave up. You know, I, I was making ten thousand dollars a month." Gee whiz! I mean, I don't. How do you make ten thousand dollars a month doing a podcast, let alone cutting one up and editing it? But uh, yeah, so I, I don't know. I, so I started looking into other equipment for myself, and I'm I'm contemplating this thing called the Black Magic ATM, ATEM, and it's a board very much like it would be. It would sit right here, and it's got a bunch of keys on it. And whenever it's got, you set the cameras up, it tilts and pans and zooms all by, and you just hit the button and it turns and it, at the end you have a pretty much edited video so i'm contemplating that and as a matter of fact i'm probably going to pull the trigger soon but then they're telling me well you're not going to be able to pay attention to the show because you're going to be busy you know trying to focus on the the buttons and i said look i gotta train myself that's all you know i said i'm already managing this i can manage to you know, change the volumes or whatever one button when i want when you talk i hit one when i hit me talk hit two and then if I, you want to show me, I don't know, a burrito, we, I'll, I'll have a camera. We'll have a burrito camera. Okay. And that'll be number three. Yes. So uh, I'm, that's going to be my next move. Um, you know, I, I think it's for me. I, I think I do want to have uh, a quality. I'm going to call it a product because I'm producing it. Uh, but I think I'd love to have something on par with the best pod- podcast that can be had. And uh, so that's my next step to try and make that happen. But uh, I'm going to be honest with you, brother. I, I, I can't say enough uh, for you coming on my show because um, it really, I think, and more than anything, I think it has inspired me to continue. Because I, 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 up, every once in a while, I mean, even up until a week ago, you know, I was questioning my sanity. I was going, you know, and, and you hear about people that you knew who were doing podcasts and they, they've quit. You know, they've quit and gone to something else. Yeah, it didn't work out. They're selling their, hey, I want you to have my board because I don't do this anymore. <laughs> But, you know, this to me is if, you know, once I can make this a living from it, it will be the best job I've ever had. Trust me, bro. You you got it. I, 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 that means a lot. I'm in, I've been interviewed a lot, and this is one of the ones that has the most fun. Well, that, that, means, a, that means a great deal. So, um, look, uh, you're well, any way that I can, if I can produce anything, I mean, promote anything for you, I mean, you don't need my help at all. But I'm saying if there's anything I can do for you in the future, uh, please take advantage of it. Um, I hope to... Um, 
I'm, I'm gonna we'll talk about when I want to I already talked to Nora about you know, you know producing I mean promoting anything she has going on here uh, but I am I am very appreciative of it so thank you so much brother thank you and uh, you know it means a lot it means more than you know thank you so uh, I don't know if you have anything else you want to tell them about before we go anything else you want to say hey man well all I can say is uh, I you know everybody listening out there yeah. I really appreciate all the love and support I get I mean there's, there's there's a lot of negative stuff here and there but for me that's nothing for me, that's motivation. But all the people that support me, yeah, thank you. I just want to say thank that's, you. That's I feel the same. I feel the same way. But you know what? Look, I have to ask you one question uh, before we go. I've been asking everybody. I'm making it a rule. It's the last meal. They're walking you to the electric chair. What is it? Now, I don't mean from where. I don't mean from a particular restaurant or whatever. I mean, where? What is it? Is it a burger? Is it sushi? Is it? Let me, let me tell you exactly what I would want as my last meal. And I'm going to close my eyes, brother. Oh, boy. That's going to be good. <laughs> I want a bowl of frijoles. It's barely made coming out of the pot. Steamy. I want a big old piece of chicharron on the side. A piece of cotija cheese. Uh, some chile de molcajete, salsa de molcajete. And some handmade tortillas. Mm. All I want. Okay. Are these refried or are these right out of the pot? Right out of the pot. Okay. Right out of the pot. That is my favorite meal in the world. You ask me what's your go-to. Let me tell you something. A couple times, I, you know, like one time I was coming, driving through Oregon. Stopped. At, I was going to stop at a little place called, um, God, I forgot the name of that place. But it's a tiny little town called uh, Phoenix. And they said, okay, Mr. Papa, we want to make you a meal. Okay, and the chefs here are ready for you. And when and when I got there, there was like three chefs. Like, okay, you know, what can we make you? Yeah. And when I told them, that, they looked at each other like, "Are you serious?" I said, "Yeah, yeah. That, that that is what I want, and that's the favorite thing I can eat." So they hooked me up with a plato de frijoles coming right out of the pot, chicharrón, queso, tortilla mano, and a salsa de molcajete. That was it. And bam. So they were probably expecting you to have this yes, buffet yes. of like meats and yeah. whatever, and that was all you needed. <laughs> do you uh, do you make your own beans? I mean, at home, do you make your own beans? Mm, okay, yes. what's I mean? Do you do it a certain way? Look, I, I'm gonna tell you how my mother-in-law told me how to do it. Uh, start she she soaks them. Okay. I don't soak the pinto beans. I, I I just put them in the water. I rinse them, put them in the water. I boil them until they start to soften, mm. and then I add salt only when they begin to soften. I only add hot water to the pot. Okay. Because I don't, I like uh, wetitos. I like them to be light. Mm. Because I, I found that if you put cold water, they turn dark. I like to put um, a yellow chili, and a serrano, and a piece of onion and a piece of garlic mm. in the water yes. with them. That's what I like. And then I do the same. I don't do the same with the garlic, but I do a, a, a wetito chili mm. in the pan to fry them. That's what I like. And then I like them to be a little broken and a little whole. You like them right from the pot. What do you put in the water? Do you have something you... Um, uh, Onion, garlic, and yes, serranos. I, yeah. Those are three ingredients that I, that I love. Now, when you said, um, okay, I, I like them whole, right out of the pot. But yes, when they're fried, yeah. okay, um, it's called 70-30. 70-30, I believe, where they're a little broken, not, yeah. not the whole yeah. way. Yeah. Those are the best. Do you smash them with the spoon in the process of the frying, or do you let them just, uh, like the, the clear skin, break down? 
you can smash them a little bit. I mean, uh, just uh, sometimes I'll even use a cup. Bam, 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 a little bit. Okay, you're here in town, right here in Whittier, right? My, I'm gonna, I, I want to get your opinion on my mother-in-law's beans. Okay. Okay. The reason why I say this is because she makes these beans. I don't understand it. I don't. What, what, you, what you get when she makes these beans? She refries them. Is you get the 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 sauce of the beans, right? It's obviously been smashed. You smash with the beans, but the skins are gone. They're gone. You don't get the little shards, the little broken pieces of skin. You get nothing. You get smooth beans, and then there's some holes, whole beans in there as well. So you get this smooth bean sauce with the whole beans together. Oh my goodness. And the flavor, man. The, I mean, I've sat there uh, in front of a pot of beans with a piece of olio, salsa or something, and just uh, all day. And people come into the kitchen, they walk up to the pot, and they just they help themselves. Just with a piece of bread like that. <laughs> they, they, to me, and then she, uh, her, uh, her mother makes uh, potato enchiladas from, uh, from uh, Leon. She's from, she's from Guanajuato. Okay. She makes the, she takes those, the, the potato enchiladas and she takes them and she puts them in an ear of romaine lettuce. Okay. And then she takes the, uh, a clear red salsa and then she puts a, a cotija or queso fresco crumbled on top. And then she serves it with crema and like uh, the canned jalapenos. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And then she also makes, she also makes uh, puerco con chile. Oh. That to me. Puerco con chile. That it's really magic, good. dude. It is magic. <laughs> so uh, I, I want to get you some. I want. I want your opinion. Yes. So look, I'm gonna let you go. Um, it's you don't know how how important it's been for you to be on thank the show. You, so brother. thank you. And um, let's do it again sometime. Please. Yeah. That's that was my next question. Are you gonna have me again on your show? When I get the cameras, man, you're let's the go. first one. Let's go. Fir- thank you. Thank Vamos. you again. All right. Listen, everybody. This is Mexi Papa. He's been on the show, and he was uh, brought a gift by being here. Thank you again. Uh, be nice to each other, and good luck to you, brother, and I hope much luck in the future. Thank you. All right, bro.